listening to Lead Time with Dave and Leah Bowden. Audio fuel for young leaders. Welcome to Lead Time. Tonight we have got not only one guest around the table, but four. Four guests. Four guests around the table. Um, Dave, tell everyone who the guests are around the table tonight. Well, we thought that we'd gather some young leaders because actually this, the whole purpose of this podcast is about inspiring the next generation. It's about um, you know helping young leaders find their place as leaders and influencers in society. So who better to talk about this subject than young leaders themselves? Absolutely. So let's introduce ourselves around the table. We've brought together our youth leaders from our local church setting. So we'll start on my right. Who have we got? I am Steph. I am working with Dave at Mosaic Church as the youth leader. I'm Fiston, um, and I have a joke for you. Oh, This is the token fluff in every podcast that I like to record. Tonight's token fluff will be by Fiston. Okay. Have you heard about the restaurant on the moon? No. Great food, no atmosphere. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no. You'll notice I laughed. the Just lack with of the, laughter. Apart from Leah, who always laughs. Who laughs at most. <laughs> you know, for years I've called Leah the lowest common denominator. <laughs> because Surely. every time there's like a film or something where it's like a really obvious thing. I like, like wow. to find, I like to think of laughing as a form of encouragement, Dave. So, were you encouraged by my laughing at your joke? Fiston? Yeah, um, I don't really care if any, no one else laughs because, as you could tell, I laugh at my own jokes. So. <laughs> it's good, it's healthy. I think there's a load of toddlers all over the country who would love that. <laughs> so, thank you for that. You're welcome. All right, so who's you, next? You're one of our youth leaders as well, right? Yes, oh, yeah. I am, yeah. Cool. Uh, my name's Jason. That's about it. You're not got a joke for us. <laughs> I haven't got a joke, no. <laughs> no joke for Jason. To be fair, we never ask for a joke from Bishop. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I shouldn't be disappointed when we don't get one from you. That's okay. And finally? I am Beth and I am questioning. part-time student, part-time youth leader, part-time marketing. Wow. Oh, that's a that's lot, a of, lot of part-time. Good. Jay, Jason, what do you do in your other world apart from volunteering as a youth leader? I work in a mental health hospital, so I'm a health and fitness technical instructor. So I work with men uh, with quite severe mental health issues and I try and get them more active, um, exercising, doing different sports and ultimately integrating back into the community. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, and Fiston? Um, well, I sell houses for a living, so basically I'm a glorified real estate person, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to sound so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always you, wanted to be a... you good at it, Fiston? Um, I found my new hobby and life goal is to be a podcaster. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's interesting is that people laughed more at the fact that you're into real estate than your joke earlier, oh. which is quite interesting. But there we go. I'm not sure if that's... Yeah. And Steph, what do you do when you're not uh, youth leading? Uh, I do admin and operations <laughs> at church. Uh, I have to put up with Dave in the office. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so we've got some people here who are quite gifted in lots of uh, different areas. Um, you guys are all in your 20s, that's mm -hmm. right. Uh, and you, you're kind of engaging with life in all those different sort of We're all in our 20s, areas. Yeah, we're Amazing. all in our 20s. <laughs> times two, some of us. Um, and so... Because you guys are leaders, not just in a church youth leading setting, but you know, like Jason, your job, you're kind of leading yeah. in different areas. 
we want to talk a little bit about leadership tonight and one of the definitions that everybody always uses about leadership is that leadership equals influence so i want to ask you guys because this is a podcast for young leaders i want you to think about somebody significant who has impacted your life and influenced you in a, in a significant way so is there any way that you could sort of share who that person is if, if you feel comfortable saying the name you can say their name um and basically tell us who that person is and we want to decode why why were there such a big influence on you Fiston we'll start with you well um I mentioned this to this guys earlier but um when I was young I didn't know how to play any instruments but I really wanted to learn and at my old church there was this um, one of our lead pastors he was called Henry uh, he drove us every Saturday to Birmingham and then a guy called David, who was a worship leader at a church we were connected with in Birmingham, he taught us how to play piano, he taught us how to play guitar, um, taught us about worship, taught us about God over that. We just we used to stop at his house that night, basically. And then in the Sunday morning early, like uh, my lead pastor would again drive from Coventry to Birmingham, I'm not sure, um, about 30 30-ish miles, 40-ish miles for people who don't stand the distance. Um, and then come pick us up, take us back to church, and he'll do that. He would done that for a good year and really committed and invested his time into me. And also the conversations there and from really stuck with me and, and all about God and basically about life and how to grow up as a, a young man. So what, why do you think that made such a significant impact on you at that age? Well, um, so Henry had um, four kids um, and they're all really young and he could have been spending most of it, well, all of his Saturdays with them or either just enjoying his Saturday, but he committed to spending his time and his hard earned money on petrol to drive us from Coventry to Birmingham and do that, do that again on, on the Sunday picking us up and really invested his time in our, well in mine and my friend who was his son um, Jordan, um, development as a young worship leader. So for you, he, he, was a, he was a leader in your life in the fact that he was kind of a church leader for you but actually he was an influencer in your life because he took time out yeah. and he actually kind of came aside and showed you that he cared for you and invested in you. And is that something which you think, um, you know, for young leaders out there, that's important for them to think about, is it? Oh, definitely. Um, I think, I always refer as to myself when I was a youth because that's the only way I can relate really. Um, when I was young, if somebody had no interest in me and didn't want to speak to me, I wasn't, I, I didn't think much of them, I just think, oh, they're on their high horse or whatever. Um, but I used to, who, people I looked up to, if they just let me down and say, just didn't focus on me or anything or pay attention to me, I didn't really allow them into my life. But Henry, he committed himself, himself for a whole year to do that. And truth be told, honestly, I don't think that I would be uh, part of the worship team if he hadn't done that. 
right. to this day. Okay, and and that's so. This is something which is applicable not just in church sense, isn't it? When you take you take a, a macro view of it, this is about influencing lives and how yeah. taking time out to invest, to encourage, to get one on one is a major way of influencing individuals. I love that because I mean I can't remember was it episode two when we told my story. Yeah. But part of my story is about is connected with music as well and how someone chose to use that as a tool to invest in me. You know, for one minute you're thinking they're just teaching you piano or guitar, but actually the lessons in that um, are so much about you know empowering you, um, helping develop you um, as as a worshipper, as a as a musician, but as a, a follower of Christ, and that's yeah similar to my story really. I love that, amazing. Thank you, Fiston. Um, who should we have next, Steph? Okay, uh, mine is a guy called Ben. He was my youth leader for about a year and uh, I then turned into a young leader and he kind of got me alongside him in just normal activities of youth, setting up, packing down, making drinks. Um, And he is a massive reason as to why I am a youth leader today. He, um, yeah, he kind of called it out of me, I guess. Um, without me realising it. Uh, yeah, he he saw something in me that I would never have seen in myself. Yeah, and that's that's incredible, isn't it? That actually sometimes young people need someone else to say, I see this in you, have a go. And uh, I know that's part of Dave's story as well. It's just almost like someone taking a risk on you. Yeah. <laughs> like giving you an area of responsibility, just saying, hey, test the waters. Uh, sometimes they drag us into it and they're like, hey, yeah. how did I end up here? <laughs> uh, but look look what God's done with you now and today, you know, because of that one person saying, I, I actually believe there's something more. So yeah. you're giving responsibility, isn't it? So yes. somebody came alongside you, gave you responsibility, they empowered you to do a task, whatever that task is. Yeah. Um, and they, they let you run with it, which is a really interesting thing, isn't it? Because often when we're involved in projects of any kind, we want to hold on to the reins because we've got yeah. more control. Yeah. And it's easier to do it ourselves half the time. Yes. But actually great leaders learn how to pass stuff on to and empower other people. It takes longer, but you get more results. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Yeah. And the interesting thing is for your life, that youth leader doing that for you was one of the pivotal reasons why you then went to youth leadership yourself. Yeah, massively. It's amazing to think how influential that idea of empowering others really can be can actually change the course of people's lives. Yeah, it's huge. Mm. Mm. Jason, what about you? Um, all right. Well, I guess there are quite a few um, leaders and things that have influenced me over the years. Uh, but I always harp on about um, about focus, the Christian camp, and um, what is focus? So focus is uh, Christian camp uh, for a week, once a year in August. Um, so it's for nine to eleven, the kind of quite a small age yeah. range, um, but it's where kids from a number of churches around the country come and uh, we worship, we have fun, and there's teaching. Um, it's in Oswald Street, and and people just have an amazing time, really, just kind of pursuing God and and building relationships. And you've been involved in leading that for many, many years. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so why has that made a, a difference to you? Or is it somebody within that, is it? So yeah, I think it's it's a mix. So I was uh, a delegate there myself. 
and there were quite a few leaders which uh, played big roles in, in my faith and, and me growing up through my teenage years and things. And I think there's a few guys that have just kind of stuck. Um, and one of them was, uh, or is, Andy Brackett. So um, I don't see him all that often, um, but when I do, um, I guess we get on great. And, and when I was younger, he really kind of showed me, um, I want to say kind of like the fun heart of God and um, and there's definitely times when he was out of his comfort zone um, but it was an example to me um, that I think helped me grow in my leadership and, and stepping out in faith and things um, yeah. What was it about him that you really was like man I want to be like that guy <laughs> I don't know I know from the Instagram cool story he's got some good dance moves <laughs> and most <laughs> days he's right? dancing on that he's great yeah so he's got the moves um, <laughs> <laughs> big shout he's out to Andy we'll tag him in <laughs> um, I guess I guess he's a musician um, right uh, he's a musician he's a worshipper and um, I think I just relate to that so much because uh, I'm the same, I'm in the worship band, I love worshipping, I love singing and playing instruments and things um, and I think that that really spoke to me, yeah, um, just expressing yourself and worshipping that kind of thing. It's interesting isn't it how when we talk about people that have influenced us, they're often people that we want to imitate, we mm. want to be like them. Yeah and I, I heard, I think it was Christine Kane who once said that when you really admire someone it's often because there's something of you in that person you there's you know and whether you want to admit that or not that actually when you really admire someone you see obviously you see jesus in them and you almost kind of um follow their journey and think I, you know i want to i want to watch this person's life mm. um yeah she says it's because there's there's part of that i knew and i that's interesting isn't it when we think about who is influencing us the most when we analyze that and really reflect on that uh, what is it that's in us that's in them mm -hmm. and they reckon that basically if you want to be you know be successful in a certain area the number one thing to do is to find somebody that's already doing it and right. already successful that's and right. copy them mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so it's literally you look you look yeah. at so this works in the positive that if you want to be an entrepreneur you look for an entrepreneur to imitate their habits their attitude yeah. their lifestyle but it also works in the negative that if you hang around people that you know, maybe a, a, yeah. a, a not not going places, not reaching their potential, not a good influence. Then it, it can it can actually well, drag you down. Well, if you want to be wise, walk with the wise. It's really yeah. clear. It's in the mm. Bible, Dave. It's in the Bible. Bible. I need to read that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Beth, tell us a little bit about somebody who's influenced you recently. Yeah, um, I guess mine is uh, different to that the other guys. Is it's not someone I've met or have a personal relationship with yet. Yet. Yes. <laughs> I'm hoping. This could be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, yeah. Ben. Yeah, so mine's Rick Warren and his especially through his book, The Purpose Driven Life, which yeah. I read I read it a number of times, but the first time I read it was around like a quite a crucial point in my life, I guess, in that it was when I had basically fallen out of love with church and just I guess it was as I was coming back to church. And it, I guess it just really helped me to kind of take a different perspective of church and make me fall back in love with church. Mm -hmm. And it, well, I guess it also helped because it was around the same time I became a youth leader. So it helped with my road to youth leading, I guess. So, yeah. Rick Warren. Mm. Yeah. It's not always people that we know, is it, that influence no, us? Yeah. No, so, absolutely. That's the really interesting thing about 
leadership isn't there is to as a young leader who you allow to speak into you but also what voices you seek out yes, yes. and actually go to inspire you so yeah you know, in your case you know aligning yourself with some of rick warren's stuff yeah was actually helpful for you that's good i love that and, and what what was it do you think if there's a quote or some sort of thing from the book that you can remember putting you on the spot. A quote, uh, bless no, no, I don't mean like a word for word thing, was there a message or an something? Essence. The, was there an essence in there? That I guess like the main part, like point of the book is about how we were created for a purpose and so we're not just here to live however many years and then just leave Earth. We're right. here, like God's given us a reason and so I guess it put back in my mind that actually because I was going off to university at the time, not just there to have fun and just to like do whatever I want to do. God's put me here for a reason, and like I should be aiming to live my life towards that reason and yeah. to see that reason or that purpose like come into <coughs> reality. I guess that's great. And of course, so if, great. If you're you're wanting to live your life on purpose, you're going to pass that on to the yeah, people that exactly. you're leading. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, because you must. I don't know how you guys feel about the stories you've just told, but do do you, even one or two of you can mention can say this? Do you feel those beginnings and those people who influenced you? Do you see that happening in how you relate to young people or how you disciple others or? Do you do you bet you're nodding, not Beth? Do yeah. you see is that how has that affected your leadership? I think with um, so I like. When I was about a year after I stopped being a youth leader, I helped form like a marketing form kind of team within the youth. And I think like that is kind of what the book was in terms of like these kids who would just come to youth on a Friday and now actually getting involved in youth. And like, so good. Like they did the auction where we did this big event that they basically ran and it wasn't a youth leader thing, but it was like kind of fostering that and like yeah. allowing them place to kind of step into what they feel called to so good yeah anybody else want to comment on that how it's affected um, how you lead i could comment um so with my story um it had a lot of focus about somebody investing time in me for worship and what um developing that and me and jason do a lot of stuff with um the youth worship band um and when the opportunity arose <coughs> to be part of that and speak um and help develop um the young youth and worship leaders in our youth group i, I jumped at the chance because i remembered that he invested in me at the same age as that those guys there actually right um so i jumped at the chance and i thought right this is my chance to like invest in someone's life mm -hmm. and hopefully i'll do it properly but um <laughs> it's um yeah that was a real big thing for mm. me when i and i think it's interesting it. when you're i think passionate about something like that and then you start kind of moving in it um i guess you could almost say like moving into your, like your calling um there's so many times where i've come home from the youth worship band and i can just feel my spirit has been stirred so much and i just feel um i can just feel the presence of god because um I feel like it's us giving to the kind of next generation yeah. and it's something that we're passionate about and it's almost like I'm getting an, an immediate uh, like reward or I'm reaping what I'm mm. sowing like straight away right. Completely. and um, yeah and I think it's just an amazing opportunity yeah I remember the first worship um, practice we've done um, 
and I remember me and you, Jason, walking outside, and like after I remember Jason's face, and I know I was feeling, I was buzzing. I was like, like holy, like that was yeah, like, this is something we need to like continue on doing because we first started off as like a get to know and let's play a couple of songs and see how it went, mm-hmm. but they're all connected so quickly it together, great, yeah. and the relationship in the whole group was already there and it's a lot of what worship leaders speak about is they need to have a relationship with each other and with journeying God together. journeying together so exactly so you found in your youth leadership because you've had people that have kind of been really hands on with you that now one of the things you're doing is getting in their face and saying come mm. on let's do something yeah, together so like with a marketing team or with a worship team mm-hmm. really you're you're modeling what's been modeled to you which is come on let's do something together yeah, yeah. I, giving them opportunity rather than waiting mm-hmm. i completely agree i think um you don't you can't give what you don't already have or have been given right, right. um so my for myself i had been given that hands-on approach as you said so i thought that's what i know so let me do that instead of going and doing something i really don't have no, no idea what i'm doing i love that because that's that picture of you know you can only take people as, as far as you've Absolutely. gone and um i think you know leading people into a place where you're strong and you, mm-hmm. you've experienced yourself is really powerful really yeah. amazing and, and i think when you're leading other people you see them benefiting from it and you can see the impact that is on their life yeah it's so influential like back like yes. it, it spurs me on to yeah. to kind of pursue god more like um and people say like, in the quiet place don't they but like when yeah. i'm at home when i'm on my own like to worship to yeah. to read my bible and stuff because yeah i want to encounter god more and and the, the more I do that, then the more I'm going to be able to sow into the into next generation, into the worship team, into the youth. Yeah. And it's just it's such a positive cycle. And yeah, that's the great. kingdom of God, you know, that the, the world of the generous gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And so the more, and those that refresh others will themselves be refreshed. There's this is so picture true. in the so kingdom true. of God that as we sow out, as we give, as we are generous with our lives in our leadership, that... Um, there's this incredible reward of refreshing and our and our world's becoming bigger. So great, isn't it? The it's great, but it's amazing. got to be in you, hasn't it? It's got to be it in you, to, be to, in to, you. To, to give it out. That's yep. the key thing that's coming through. Because when we're looking at impacting and influencing the next generation particularly, we can only pass on what's in us as fistons. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. So wonderfully put there. And, yeah. And that, that great quote from that person, I can't remember who it is right now, who says that you know children are never very good at listening but they always always end up imitating you yeah, yeah. So they might not listen to you but they're going to imitate you yeah. Yeah. so yeah. if we want to change and impact the next generation we've got to then look at what we're modeling ourselves yeah, so right true. so true um so that's just something really for us all to think about well you know guys i just think even from that one question we've we've just drawn out from those little stories some things around what it means to be an influencer and obviously your context we're talking about tonight is youth leadership although you've got other jobs and other roles in life as well where you are all leading and we could talk about that all night but I think to kind of bring it to land now to summarise this whole idea of what it means to be an influencer so we've talked about it means being somebody who invests time into people and makes that Mm -hmm. life investment of care we've talked about it coming alongside people at key times and opportunities in their life Uh, being an encourager, being relatable, being understanding and calling out potential in people. This whole idea of actually who are the people that were around us that we can see potential and call it out of 
again some of this stuff is stuff we've talked about in Absolutely. the previous yeah, episodes it, it fits yeah. so well um, but as you work alongside somebody you're always looking how can we push them further by what we're modeling to them right um, and at the end of the day people don't care about what you've got to say until they know that you care so it's that whole element so amazing, yeah. all of us here felt valued yeah. by those people that have influenced us yeah um just finally as we come to close with some great stuff there guys like if you could sort of say looking back over the last year or so in leadership because you guys are new leaders in, in many ways um what would you have wanted to say to yourself or what advice would you give to somebody who's stepping out into leadership for the first time who wants to go first? Um, I'll try and say something. All right. Um, I think probably what I'd say to myself is um, if you're pursuing God, if you are going after him, um, don't be scared to make a wrong decision. Um, I mean, if God's at the centre and, uh, and, and you're pursuing him, like I said, even if you make a wrong decision with the right intentions, yeah. um, God's God's gonna be cool with that, and God's gonna know that you were you were doing it for Him, mm. um, even if even if at some point you got a bit clouded or whatever, um, and I think God's just gonna reward your um, your just faithfulness and the fact that you are trying to follow Him. Stepping out, stepping out exactly. Yeah. So really just good. step out. Don't don't be afraid. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. It's good, Jason. Who's gonna go next? I think Steph. mine is probably similar. Um, but keep saying yes to the little things because it's the little things that amount to the big impact um i think if someone had told me that i was going to be a youth leader even six years ago i would have laughed at them um but actually it's the little steps along the way that have got me to where i am today very good love that I think mine is just like get stuck in from the get-go like don't withhold anything there's everything you've got to give God's giving you to give so just kind of just go for it mm. yeah like it brilliant Fiston Fiston the final word Fiston Fiston the podcast we're going ending fluff now high expectation now don't feel any pressure at all I really echo what all these guys have said about I really do and I'll add something on to it that are, uh, a lot of leaders are afraid it's a new thing and um, people are afraid to step out in faith and new stuff um, and yeah just do it and also just to add something on we were speaking about um, being a role model and people watching you even when you don't expect them to um, I think that's a big thing as well mm-hmm. it's like people do watch you and people expect a certain thing and a certain reaction or response if you will from you in certain areas i reckon um that's something that you need to be very mindful of when you're think even just thinking about going into leadership so fiston i felt that was if you'd have done that with a "Mm," that would have been good people are watching you that would have been like a good ending yeah no that was good i'm sorry but i'm blessed the accent was not great but the rest of it was good i've just said my accent's not good no no I mean your Yoda accent oh. wasn't good. I don't mean your Sorry. accent. Dave looks Fiston. They're good friends. <laughs> good friends <yeah. laughs>
Um, well, Leah, you know, that's we've come to the uh, end of this uh, podcast and one with all the youth leaders. It's been a great, it's been great. Time. We love you, you guys, so we are you cheering you on, and um, we believe in you. We yeah. just love being part of your lives and part of your leadership journey. And it's been great to just share some examples of the young leaders in our life from all different areas. We've had the youth leaders tonight. I'm really looking forward to all the guests we've got to come up. Yes, um, now people need to stay in touch with us, don't they, Leah? So you need to tell us now how they can connect with us to make sure that they get the future for podcasts okay so everything across all social media is lead time podcast instagram twitter facebook not snapchat no <laughs> also we don't have carrier pigeon yeah no no, no, no. carrier pigeon um so you can follow us and share all our stuff on all those different platforms like and subscribe like and subscribe we'd love you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode that would be awful wouldn't it can that you imagine the worst moment can you imagine life? missing you imagine an episode like waking up one morning and thinking i've missed an episode <laughs> of podcast. <laughs> and um worse, so there? and also the way itunes works is more people will discover us and find us if you subscribe and if you leave a review a review and a five star review would be awesome because all you guys are going to do that right i'm not gonna lie if you leave You're us a four star review i'm gonna be a bit disappointed <laughs> Yeah, and I'll track you down. Well, after your insult on my accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. You can so, be a two-star, mate. Follow us, find us, subscribe, and review. We'd love you to do that, and we'll keep putting these out. And we'll see you next time on Lead Time Podcast. Bye. Bye.